Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome back to our business building series. This has been specifically for how you can build your grant writing business for success and the things that you can do step by step to set that up. Now remember, if you are just on the verge of this and you're struggling to put those last pieces together, join me in the fast track to Grant Writer so we can map out a plan over the next 90 days to really get you moving. I want you taking action. Now back in episode 52, I shared with you the tech tools that I use most in my business. And then we talked about contract tips from Danielle Liss. She gave us some great advice on how to make sure your contracts are actually working for you to help build your business and not be this intimidating legal document, but actually a tool to help you have a smoother transaction with your clients. Then in episode 54, we talked about how to jazz up your LinkedIn profile for success so that it reflects your goals and where you want to go in your career. That was a lot of fun, and make sure you download the PDF that goes along with that too at teresahuff.com slash LinkedIn. I'll put all of this in the show notes for you so that you can reference that quickly. And then last week was so much fun. We had a great strategy call with a grant writer. Julie is transitioning from being a nurse practitioner into grant writing. We talked about how she can pull in her medical background and her writing experience and kind of combine all those things to get started as a freelance grant writer. We have tackled some big topics this month, and it's been a lot of fun. Now, if you have been listening to these and you know that grant writing is really your next right step, and it just feels like the right thing to do, but you're struggling to put some of those pieces together to step forward and make it work, then join me in the Fast Track to Grant Writer, teresahuff.com slash VIP. And let's get you moving. The program is all about taking action. I don't want it to sit in your digital graveyard and just pile up as another course that you don't do anything with. I want you taking action. There's accountability. There's direct advice and really help you work out where you want to go and map out a plan specifically for that so that you are taking action. We spend that 90 days really looking at how can we take what you already have and translate that into becoming a successful grant writer. So join me today at teresahuff.com slash VIP and let's get you moving. Now today I want to address a big issue that people ask me about quite a bit and that is the whole commission debate or sometimes it's called contingency. It can be tough to price your grant writing services because pricing can be all over the place. And so where do you even start? How do you know? From grant writers, I hear questions like, should I work for free? Or how much do I even charge, especially if I'm new? The thing is, grant writing is a highly specialized skill set. We know that. 
or we wouldn't be here having this podcast specifically about grant writing. But what a lot of new grant writers don't realize is that you probably have a lot to work with already, even if you're new to grant writing. So let's make that gap as small as possible so that you can feel good about what you have to offer and feel confident in charging for those services. Now, if that's where you are, then again, join me on the fast track so we can map out that plan to help you build your business quickly. Now, on the nonprofit side of things, I often hear nonprofits ask, do you know of any volunteer grant writers? Do you work on commission? Or sometimes they'll say, do you do performance-based grant writing, which is essentially the same thing? Or sometimes they'll ask, how much should we expect to pay a grant writer? What does it cost? And so if that's where you are, I realize there can be a lot of unknowns there as well. So we can also map out a plan for you of what that can look like, where you are, making sure you're ready for grants and have a good foundation for that, and then looking at, okay, what are our next steps to begin in the grant world? You can learn more about that at TeresaHuff.com slash nonprofits. I wish that I could tell you that grant writers cost this much per hour and call it good. That would be so easy, right? (laughs) But that wouldn't be fair from anybody's perspective. I mean, even if you just think about like the local hardware store, when they're hiring, the pay is going to vary a lot based on, is this a part-time job or a full-time job? What are the responsibilities? Is this a stalker or is this going to be the general manager? How much experience does the person have? There are so many factors, and all of those need to be taken into account. So I'm going to give you a few things to consider, whether you're the grant writer looking for work or you're the nonprofit looking to hire a grant writer. First of all, look at what's the extent of the work. Are you strictly asking the grant writer to just write proposals and that's it? Like, here you go, we want to apply for this one, and that's all they do. Or will the grant writer be researching prospective grant opportunities? Will they be gathering all the information and compiling the data? Will they be conducting interviews and helping flesh out the program design before they even write the grant and looking at that strategy behind it? Will they be implementing the evaluation process and designing that up front and so on? All those factors. So how much will they be involved in the bigger picture strategy, not just the literal grant writing? And a lot of people don't realize that and make that connection that there's a lot more to it. And often grant writers wear so many more hats than just writing a grant. Then you need to look at what types of grants will be involved. Grant applications can range anywhere from just a few hours to (laughs) hundreds of hours to put together. So what types of grants will they be writing? How much experience does the grant writer have? And what kind of grants have they written in the past? Have they written small foundation grants? Have they written federal grants? There's a big difference between the two. The small local foundation grants are generally way less complex than a federal grant. And the required skill level varies a lot to be successful at those. A grant writer's success rate is not a good metric to use, so whichever side of the table you're on, (laughs) that is not a good way to measure. There are so many variables that go into a grant award decision that have really nothing to do with the grant writer and their skill level. I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 14 where I talk about this in depth on grant writer success rates. Am I a bad grant writer if I don't win the grant? Go back and check that one out where I explain more about that. So back to the pricing. The bottom line is it needs to be a win-win for both sides. 
The grant writer needs to bring value, and the nonprofit needs to compensate them for that work, regardless of the award decision. So today I specifically want to address the question of contingency or commission-based payment. Sometimes this is called percentage-based. And oddly enough, this is the most widely assumed method of payment by nonprofits, but it's also the most blacklisted in the field. (laughs) This is considered not a best practice. If you ask this in any public forum or any online group, (laughs) you will find out very quickly that this is not something that is recommended in the field. There are so many variables outside the grant writer's control that have nothing to do with the writing itself that it is not recommended that you pay on a percentage of the grant. Also, it goes against the recommended ethics of professional fundraising groups like the Grant Professionals Association and the Association of Fundraising Professionals. They do not support this type of payment. And the biggest issue that I see with this is the fact that grants do not cover fundraising expenses. And the grant writing obviously occurs well before the grant is awarded. And services are supposed to be paid at the time of service. By trying to pay the grant writer a percentage of the grant award, you're essentially saying that you want to use grant funds to retroactively pay for the fundraising efforts that happened before the grant award. So when you take funds out of the grant to do that, funders don't like that because number one, you're paying for fundraising services, and number two, you're retroactively paying for something that happened likely months ago, way before the grant program is being implemented. The bottom line for grant writers is this, your work is worth paying for, and make sure that you're bringing value to the table in every single project whether or not you win the grant. And the bottom line for nonprofits is that you need to be sure you can afford to pay a grant writer out of your general budget. Don't plan on using grant money to pay the grant writer. I've got to give you a little tough love here. If you can't afford to pay the grant writer for their services, then you're probably not ready for grants. Instead, you can be focusing on other types of fundraising and income sources first, and then move into the grant realm. Both grant writers and nonprofits need to recognize the amount of skill that goes into writing a successful grant application, and the grant writer needs to be compensated accordingly. It's an investment in your organization's programs and sustainability. And it's not wasted. If you have a good grant writer that is truly bringing value, then that means that work can still be used on other projects. It's not just wasted money down the drain. That's something that can still be transferred. Grants are not cookie cutter, so you can't just cut and paste from one application to the next. But there is a lot of work there that you can sort of repurpose in other ways and in other applications. So it's not wasted money if you have the grant writer that knows what they're doing and has that skill set. I realize there's a lot to this, and it can be kind of complicated to navigate. So if you are a nonprofit and you're just not sure how to move forward with grants, then go to TeresaHuff.com slash nonprofits, and let's chat about what can be the next best steps for you and your organization. If you're a grant writer wanting to make a career out of this, then join me in the Fast Track to Grant Writer so we can map out a specific action plan for your income. We go into all of this in depth in the Fast Track, and it's all about helping you take action toward your goals. 
Now is a great time to jump in so that you can level up your grant writing career over the next 90 days. Sign up and start today at TeresaHuff.com VIP. Okay, friends, today I want to leave you with a little challenge. I often tell you, go change your world. Yeah, that sounds like a tall order, but sometimes changing your world is just a small act of kindness. It's just saying hello to someone on the street, maybe texting a friend to let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you today. Hope you're having a good day. It doesn't have to be a huge earth shattering thing, but you don't know what kind of difference it's going to make for somebody else in your life. So my challenge for you today is this. What is one small thing you will do today to make the world around you a better place? Now go change your world.